Welcome, horror fam, to HG10365, a Halloween Horror Nights podcast. My name is Mike, and I'm here with my co-host, Jess and Duff. How's it going, guys? So tired. Uh, so sad. Sad, tired. No. I know. I'm energized, though. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about the event. Before we get to it... um, as always, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at HHN365. And we have an awesome TikTok at HHN365Pod. Uh, you can um, find our merch shop at HHN365 at BigCartel.com. And you can always leave us a voicemail at 407-906-4134. On today's show, we wrap up HHN31 and give our final thoughts and our rankings and talk a little bit about next year. We have a lot to cover. <laughs> What's new? You know. Duff, who would have thought we would have um, HHN32 to talk about? <laughs> um, this is, um, has this ever happened? I guess we should just allude to what I'm, uh, just straight up say what I'm alluding to. Have we ever got a, a house announcement on the last night of the event like that before? Um, we have had announcements. I don't think we've had a direct house announcement, though. You've got Jack announced at 24. You've got mm-hmm. 19 with the icons. But we've never, like, you're getting this exact house. I don't think right. that's ever happened. Yeah. And there was that one year where they, where they had, like, the little, they turned Sting Alley into, like, a little preview um, for the last night. Yeah. Right. That's HHN 19. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, you could, if, if you want to make an argument for it, uh, a very different situation. Technically, they announced that uh, Bride of Frankenstein and Tooth Fairy would be returning for the real HHN 30. Yeah. Like, literally. A, like, yeah. I mean, we knew that that was happening, though. Yeah. yeah. I think it was in September. Well, was it officially announced in September? I guess it wasn't official, was it? I don't. Yeah, I don't. Right away. That. Not right away. It took time because Bride got an announcement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess not. Nope. All right, cool. Did we ever uh, straight up uh, say what what was uh, the news that was announced? I think we. Uh, no, I mean, you, if you're you, listening, you, you, to were this, just, you were just alluding to it. Having a good time. <laughs> a Chucky has been announced for HHN32 um, via Universal's official Twitter. Correct. Yeah. Yep. So it's both both Orlando and Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a fun little skit with Chucky announcing it himself. Um, the only thing we know about it really is that it's about the Chucky series that's currently on yes. sci-fi and, um, yeah, there's a lot of people who are very excited. Oh yeah. Are you guys Chucky people? Um, I don't dislike Chucky. I have concerns about how they pull it off, but also that makes me excited to see, uh, if they can execute it and if they do, I'll be really impressed. Um, I, I'm also not a Chucky person. Um, I don't dislike him as well. I like his franchise, some some of the movies. Um, uh-huh. But one of my best friends, Aaron, is Chucky's mother, pretty much. So oh, okay. we were in Stay and Scream in, uh, in Springfield. We were going to do a TikTok live and we were like getting drinks. And Duff turns around after he gets his beer and runs over and goes, we have a house announcement. And I'm like, what? No, we don't. What? What are you talking about? And then he goes, it's Chucky. And I, I just leave Duff and I run to Aaron. <laughs> and I just start screaming, Aaron! <laughs> and she's like, I know. And that was my instant reaction to Chucky. <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. 
Uh, I mean, th- th- that scare zone um, was was really fun. I mean, that one I think was a huge yeah. fam- favorite, right? I mean, people really liked the interactions in there. No. Oh yeah, there are people who loved it. I, I no. But anyways, I, yeah. Okay. So let's, yeah, we'll, we'll say what we have a lot of time to yeah. um, to talk about Chucky because that's the one thing we are gonna have probably, for a while. Probably until like March or so. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. So let's we don't have to dive into what we're gonna see in this this house. Um, at least not yet. Maybe in a couple of weeks. Um, what else do we have on the news docket? Uh, well, sticking to the event we're going to discuss this episode, uh, House and Scare Zone of the Year were announced. Uh, which, of course, is decided as an internal thing. However, we just want to say congratulations to Universal Monsters, Legends Collide, and Graveyard Deadly Unrest. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, both uh, uh, great, great uh, mm-hmm. houses and zones. Um, yeah. A- amazing cast, too. The cast really made that. I have a, a close friend who was actually in uh, Graveyard Deadly Unrest. So congrats. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and then to go along with getting uh, the Chucky House announcement, uh, the following day, <laughs> wasted no time uh, dropping more news, Universal announced that Fievel's Playland, Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster, Curious George, DreamWorks Destination, and the Shrek and Donkey Meet and Greet will all be closing uh, as their last day in operation of 1 January 15th, 2023. Which, not the huge news for HHN, uh, except when you think about indirectly where they are located and where you yeah. have two house entrances uh, and the full queue. And if that's going to be a big construction site. Yeah, this is what I did want to dive into a little bit and see what you guys think of what, um, uh, you know, 32 looks like um, with, you know, it sounds like this is going to be a big project if mm-hmm. this is all going down and it's probably, and it's not going to be done um, at least for a couple of years. What's the next couple of years looking like? Um, and when it comes to that area. So I would assume um, that they're not getting rid of parade warehouses locations, obviously. Uh, so you're just basically going to have to go further left. Like I'm talking around Springfield, you know, the gate oh, part is actually yeah. that gate. Mm-hmm. Or if you go further right, uh, we're talking about oh, pro- ooh. that's oh, not as front- that's not as direct. You're gonna have to wrap around ET fully. Uh-huh. What about the, f- or the yeah? And they are keeping ET open, so maybe mm-hmm. you have ET um, queue be yeah. an entrance and an exit, um, and you kind of go through that. Oh, yo, no, no way. No way. Well, it, I, it will definitely be an entrance or an exit, but they will have to, whichever one it isn't, yeah. will have to go around the they, backside yeah. of ET or again. And they're both going to have to go through there. They're, they're probably both going to have to go through um, ET mm-hmm. or, or something like that. Uh, and then they're both going to have to exit over by Simpsons um, or, prob- or something like that. Mm-hmm. You're dumped way over, um, mm-hmm. you know. Or... Where you exit from the sprung tents, they just send you down that road to exit. Yeah, they could so so. Or like, enter, or enter. What if they could they use the ETQ to hold one of the house queues, like the inside queue as well? Like open up all the doors and just kind of use it and funnel it out and go I in mean, one way and out the other. Probably. Um, just to like yeah. hold one house, so yeah. you know, hold I where mean, monsters yeah. was. They do That's it true. with with Fast and Furious this year. Yeah. The, or like you said, Duff, they could go down that road, but they wouldn't be able to use that road for you know cars and access anymore. 
mm-hmm. is the only thing. And is that vital to operations? That is true. That is true. We'll see. We we'll see. It's interesting months. to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Team member preview 2023. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> That's a whole area that's going to, that's like, a, a it's going to feel crowded. I, I mean, because that kid zone area um, was, a, you know, a big area where they had a lot of, of food tents and mm-hmm. booths and. Um, well, those will still be there. Will they? I mean, they're they aren't going to be what, like, because Animal Actress is still there. E.T. is still there. So. Well, I that, guess. That, I, like, that yeah. walkway will still exist. It's just once you hit down closer to like fives. So the you think the barricades and and like the walls will go up right at Fifles, right? Yeah, because I mean you have to get to ET still, which is literally like past yeah. Fifles. You're right, mm-hmm. you're right. So yeah, mm-hmm. because yeah, that's kind of right at Fifles is where yeah. the hues kind of start. Right? Exactly. So yeah. yeah, I think like the food booths and stuff that they'd be fine. I don't know if you want to send that many people towards a dead end anymore, but yeah, um, I guess we'll see. Unless, of course, again, if they enter through uh, the ET entrance, uh, that could still be one house entrance right there, of course. And I, I actually I think that's probably the best way to do it is to fully split them, maybe. Again, yeah. one there, and then maybe one uh, on the other side of Simpsons. That's not too far of a walk. It's not, you know, well, the best, it but it's not dogs. too far. They moved, They separated the two tent entrances to make yeah, it flow better. Did. And they the did. walk is significantly longer now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are options. It's not like it's impossible, but the uh, the dreaded walk is about to get more dreaded. I think. Start doing cardio, guys. Yeah. Yep. Well. And then who knows how long? Yeah, it's obviously going to impact next year, but how many years potentially? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. We'll see. We'll see. But I'm very curious to see uh, how they approach this. Well, hopefully there's some Beetlejuice and Hill Houses in there and not Legends and The Weeknd or Graveyard Games and Universal Monsters um, because, yeah, those ones are going to be hard to walk uh, for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, but that's it for the news and rumors section. So I think we can just uh, break down for the last time, sort of. HHN thirty. We didn't talk about the. We video. didn't talk about the video. What are we talk about the cute, the little early oh. video. Ah, oh, you guys can take it. Go ahead. Oh come on! I thought it was adorable. Uh, so earlier today, Universal tweeted out a video, and it was inside Dead Man's Pier with all the show lights on, and there was a security guard, and Earl the Squirrel cut the wires, and he said, uh, "Halloween's over," <laughs> and that was the video. <laughs> It was cute. I just watched I it, it like maybe five seconds ago. It was very, very, uh, very adorable. Um, I liked it. And he he, he nod he chewed the wires. He's like, oh. sorry, he didn't cut them. Yeah. <laughs> he cut them. He, he had scissors. Them. He yeah. just looked him in the eyes and just went snip. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that they did it in like one like one of the two fan favorite houses. They were like, ha, let's stab him in the heart one more time. Mm-hmm. I just find Earl um, Earl the squirrel adorable, especially the the fur uh, version. I just think he's just cute. To yeah. Look at. yeah, no, I agree. I think it's fun that especially like it separates. We're just doing holidays at a theme park. To this is Universal's holiday. They have a little icon for it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, Duff. You're right. Let's hop in to um, this kind of. 
dissecting and putting to bed, sadly, HHN 31, um, the big picture overall um, of the event. Where, where do we want to start? How do we want to do it? Well, uh, I think the easiest way to do it is to start with the event overall. How's the vibe? How'd it treat us? What do we think about it? The dreaded soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it grew on me. It grew on me. I, I like it. Um, I I think by the sixth or seventh time, uh, I, it, it, it felt like HSN again. I know mm-hmm. I said early on, I was, you know, it felt like I was walking in and just didn't have that same hype. Um, I started to get it. Um, it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. I started, um, you know, the, the the what I did like, oh guys, is that because it wasn't just heavy heavy metal, um, you can actually hear the lyrics of the songs, so you can you can then they're catchy and you can actually sing along um, with them. And uh, they a lot of them are earwormy too. So um, mm-hmm. it was fun. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, so it, it seems like um, if you're on social media that uh, this event vibe was terrible, <laughs> the music sucked, uh, it's, yeah, people didn't really enjoy it, which, um, and then they usually compare it to last year, which they say have great vibes, which, oof, I, I feel the opposite. I thought HHN30 mm-hmm. felt like a mishmash mess uh, at, with, as far as like the total vibes went. Um, and this one, I mean, it, it was a very consistent theme. Everything connected. The music, I actually liked the soundtrack. Um, I do agree that it was too short and they cannot do that again because that makes some songs very annoying once you hear them for the 750th time. But um, I mean, it was traditional Halloween and uh, yeah, yeah, it, it was just something that's very much up my alley. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, that's how the, the event works. Sometimes uh, it's something you enjoy and sometimes it's not. That's uh, that's life. That's not just the event, right? That's art, sports, whatever it may be. That's how it works. Not everything is made for you specifically. And that's, you know. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with not enjoying something. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. I hate that one song. Another way. Yeah, I, I was. <laughs> I think it's, it, it just has such such a clear like chorus mm-hmm. that you hear so often that you just couldn't miss it. So it felt like it was on all the time. And again, yeah. soundtrack so short yeah. compared to yeah. past years. That was my issue. Was that like specifically only that song? I, I don't mind. I think that was the starting song out. too. I think yes. that's the starting song of the loop. Yeah. The loop would start. And then, you know, I, I didn't dislike the whole loop. It was that one specific song. And I felt like she was always screaming at me. <laughs> for no reason <laughs> i also will say the sound levels this year were very like wishy-washy depending on where you were mm-hmm. at the event mm-hmm. um sometimes the lines were blowing your eardrums out when the oh videos. turn <laughs> down the cue videos holy but shit. then they were muted like the past two weeks i feel Good. like mute them <laughs> god damn i uh have a little story about duff we uh we were waiting for um um for some Reuben fries and the, the restaurant wasn't open yet. And we were sitting kind of around the corner there at Louis and I, there was this, there was like this weird like mishmash of like the park wide loop blaring in one ear and the, like just the screams of the kids from sweets in the other ear. And Duff was just like, um, just like very quickly just was like, um, about to have an aneurysm. He was very upset. <laughs> 
of, of, about um, what was going I was on. very upset because I said we shouldn't sit here. It'll be annoying. <laughs> and it was like, no, 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 no. And we <laughs> sat there and it was like getting a speaker shoved in both ears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Playing different things. And I wanted yeah. to <laughs> smash <laughs> the Louise window and hide in there. Yeah. Duff just wanted out. He just wanted, he just like, let's go. <laughs> But that's how um, entering New York from any direction was like. You would hear the sweet soundtrack in one ear and then the girl screaming another way in the other ear because it was only that song over and over again. And it, it was just terrible. And then like the good thing about Conjure the Dark to me was that that soundtrack overtook the loop. Yes. So I didn't have that issue walking into that zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just, I don't want to complain about the loop, but Duff, I have to agree. The vibes this year for me. They were great. But I also think that some people um, put a lot of pressure on the event to give them these memories when, like for me, it's the people I go with. It's the memories I make with my friends. It's bullshitting in line with Duff while we wait for the express line to finally pick up. Like, you know what I mean? Right. It's not. Right. It's not. It is the walkthroughs. It is the scare actors. I'm not saying it's not that. But for me, it's the people I go with. Mm Mm-hmm. Although I enjoyed the people I went with last year and I still have the vibes were off. Well, Sam, I'm not saying last year I hated everybody, but yeah. No, the event, it also can make or break it. But don't put so much pressure on it. It's a haunt event. It's seasonal. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. All right. Uh, well, so that was the kind of the overall vibe. Uh, anything else we want to talk about overall vibe? I think um, I think they oh, kind of hit. Uh, yeah, I think there's a few things we can add. Um, yeah. The additions of things like Dead Coconut Club. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Yes. So good. Literally that whole team behind it, you're brilliant. I love it. Is this a good time to talk about the merch with the overall event vibe? Because yeah. holy yeah. shit, yeah. guys, the merch was on point this year. Mm-hmm. Like the, they must have invested some a lot of money in finding these great um, um, graphic designers and letting them just kind of um, take risks with some of it. Not all of it was good, but some of the sh- stuff was just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really, really happy. If this is what's going to be coming up with um, the merch and the food and drink choices, and, and we'll get to that in a second, but like, holy crap, like, where was this for the last 30 odd years when it comes to the merch? Yeah. Like the merch was on yeah. point this year. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it just cause it's a Halloween year? No, because I, they could have done this. No, shit. I, I think they just fully amped it up that they went yeah. to a different level and took it a different direction. And you know, what's funny. People asked for that for so, 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 so long. And I heard so many complaints about the merch sucking this year. And I was like, Oh my God. Again, so good. People have different opinions, but you have your goddamn mind. If you, have, if you just want to go back to having blood red font on a shirt, <laughs> you could enjoy that. I, I will take this very diversified style of sh- shirts and yeah. art and merch but that's available to us. But they still gave us a blood shirt with the Chucky stuff, with the snitches they did. and stitches. And the, yeah, and the, yeah, the Scream Squad shirt. Yeah, yeah they still yeah. gave us that whole colorway that I mean, we used to. They gave us every property we had, yeah. every original we had, um, different like there was like four or five different designs just for the event year itself. Yeah. Um, there was just so much variety, so many different types of items. 
And we got such a good just like overall theme with that every day is Halloween yes. motif. Mm, yes. Like if you don't like that, I'm sorry, you're wrong. I know I said it's not everything is for everyone, but it's Halloween. It's 31. It made sense. I loved it. I don't normally go crazy, but this year I have a mini tribute store in my living room right now. <laughs> I have bought so many items. Now, granted, a lot of that was for the half off sale and the 75, 70% sale, but I went ham. Um, it, it is all just so good this hmm. year. Can I get, I want to highlight one item and it's the most simple item they could ever have, but they did it. The drink holder sling. Oh, oh duff, duff, game duff, changer. The yeah. sip sip. Game they changer. called it a sip sip. Yes. The, the technical term. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. D- duff has a, a vibe and he gets two of them and he puts them kind of crisscross down his chest and he calls it Ramboing. No, no I, I call, don't him. call it Ramboing. I call him HHN oh, okay. Rambo. He's got yeah. one sling on each arm and his uh, pass on his lanyard. He saw another person doing it and he got very upset. To, uh, I'm outing Duff on this. One. He's like, hey, that's my That's West my side story. Yeah. He's like, no, that thing is great. And also, like, you used it, or I don't know if you used it, but someone suggested I used it as a bag at Knott's, and I should have, and I didn't, and I regret that. Hi, that was yeah. me. It was it was genius. You can use it for so many things. Anything. Yeah. Anything. It is utilitarian. I just bring it back every year, bring it back for it. every season. I'll yeah. buy a Mardi Gras one, <laughs> buy a holiday one. Just wait till next year. I'll be, be triple swinging, <laughs> lanyard with the pass. And the fanny pack around my body. Oh. <laughs> no, that that lamp, or that drink holder was genius. It fit bin- blinky cups. It fit everything. Um, Mike, did you have a, a favorite? I do. I do have a favorite item, and it's an item that I didn't know it existed until about a day before the seventy percent off sale. And that is the pick your poison like mm-hmm. beer can glass with the little uh, the edged um, glass. Um, so so cool. I didn't even know that was there, and I saw I saw it online, and I'm like, I need to have that. Um, so cool. Um, I, I'm, I don't really collect a lot of stuff. I'm not a really a thing person, but I do collect glassware and that is a really neat glass. Um, way better than a lot of some of the other glasses we've had in the years past. Oh yeah. It was very cool design. Very cool design. Yeah. I'm trying to More it. beer glasses, please. Um, I, I love that. Um, maybe some, uh, and I liked that we had some, um, stemwareless wine glasses we had just a lot of mm-hmm. variation of glassware um which is kind of my jam i like you know um we had a lot of really cool stuff yeah i my favorite thing all of my favorite things this year were shirts because of the variety and i hate being so basic but yeah i mean we I, had some amazing shirts i honestly that snack shirt that pizza fry shirt i waited until it was mm-hmm. on sale because i knew yep. i had a feeling they bought enough yep. but like i would have bought it full price i but i just mm-hmm. knew it, it's my favorite. It's blacklight, too, I found out. It yeah, just, most of them are mm-hmm. this year. I love a really gimmick. Cool. I love a blacklight, if you've seen my hair, obviously. like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, just overall, this is my... In the five years I've been going, this is my favorite year for merch. I feel like everybody's saying that, but... Yeah, I, I agree with that fully. No, yeah, that that was it's good. Um, there's just so many really good. The annual pass, um, um, Pumpkin Lord one, mm-hmm. uh, knocked out of the park. Um, that one was really good. I think there's a better Pumpkin Lord shirt out there, but you know, 
Yeah, I, I'm I mean, yes, yeah, 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 yes. I did see a lot of great event merch that's not from the event that people were wearing. Just, yeah. yeah, I'm just saying it. Yeah, I mean, I like that trend uh, too, um, and I think oh, I was talking about us only, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, wait, can yeah, we yeah. can we take this moment to just if you bought a shirt and wore it to the event, or even didn't, just took a picture, sent it to us, or just bought one, we appreciate you. It was so cool to so see much. the shirts in the park. That was awesome. So cool. Yes. And I think as the event merch gets better, and I, I think the fan merch um, grows along with it, and I think that I love this trend of where it's yeah. going, um, for sure. Um, uh, food and drink? Because yeah, we can, let's do it. Yeah, food and drink time. So this one I didn't get to dabble as much, um, mainly because... I'm going to, this is going to be the one thing that I am going to complain a little bit. Uh, and I, I try not, but there was some ops issues this year. Um, and I don't know if even the, the, the food and drink lines were just miserable. Unfortunately, um, I feel like at least for me, um, I, I would wait like 25 to 30 minutes anytime I wanted a snack. Um, and I just, uh, as someone who does not get to go to the event as much as y'all do, um, I just couldn't justify um, getting all the, uh, the the food and drink um, every time I went because I didn't want to wait 25 minutes to do so. Um, I'm not. I, they added a lot of booths, um, so I, I just think it was really popular. I don't even know what to do about it, um, but I didn't get to try as, as much as I would like. Um, maybe uh, staff uh, staffing issues. I don't know what to do about it, but let's try to get um, those lines down somehow. Mm-hmm. At the main, I think that kind of goes to the larger issue of the event capacity in general. Yeah. Is it is it time to? If we're not talking about like cutting back and like really limiting capacity, is it time to add another house? Is it time to add another scare zone? Another yes. show? Things that will eat people and take them away from food and beverage back. lines? Yeah. yeah. I think the, I, I think so. Bring back the tent over by Men in Black. And just add the eleventh house, and then yeah. what is that? Yeah, that would technically be, I guess, four tent houses if you count Fast and Furious as a tent, because it is technically half a tent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's I mean, a. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it has a tent. It could, well, it depends on how long they make the house, because I feel I, I I don't know if it was ever confirmed, but Blumhouse felt like a mega house. Yeah. It so. Did. Yeah. I don't know. It did. It, it did. Those easily could have been separated this year if they really wanted to. Um, Black phone was very long, um, mm-hmm. you know. But could they still do the Bugs tent house with that walk and and use the Men in Black tent again? They could use the Men in Black queue. Yes, obviously, because mm-hmm. that queue is normally the Men in Black queue was usually pr- it was like the shortest queue. Uh, and it was usually like a lot of switchbackies right in front mm-hmm. of the uh, where that mm-hmm. tent was. Um, so they would just like have you just go like zigzag like a, a billion times right in front of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they could always just also go back to exactly what they did before. <laughs> it's not that's like that's a possibility. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think an 11th house at this point is needed. Sorry, we went a little bit uh, on a rant, but the overall, what did you guys think of those guys of you of you who did get to partake on probably everything you wanted to try? Um, what did you think of the food and drink this year? Fried zombie brains. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, I did get to try that. It was, it was phenomenal. So good, top notch. Oh, loved it. Hey. Reuben fries, mm. delicious. 
I mean, some of the food items were misses, and that's always going to be the case, you know, when you're putting that much out. <laughs> yeah. But for the yeah. most part, massive win on food. Like, if we're just talking about quality of food, a massive win. Uh, please keep doing what you're doing and bring yes. back Reuben fries every year. Oh, Thank you please, very much. please, please. If the Reuben fries are, are gone next year, um, I'm going to, like, I'm going to riot. <laughs> I'm going I'm going to go to Louis and put my uh like like lock myself um to the counter uh and just <laughs> hunger strike. You and do the <laughs> counter on the right, I'll do the counter on the left. Right. And then Duff will get the megaphone yeah. and just start Got it. Um <laughs> they're going to have they, they call the police and like cut cut me out of Louis. They can't they can't get me out. <laughs> yeah, they can't get us all. Uh, uh to focus more on drinks though. Um I I kind of the same thing i appreciate how many different specialty cocktails were on the park Mm -hmm. it was so many way more than they've ever done as far as like a specialty cocktail you know the pre-mixed drinks go uh most of them for me were misses but i i am not their market for that style of drink i don't like a super sugary pre-mixed drink and there's a lot of people who act like they love that shit so Mm -hmm. um that's just a matter of me not being that market uh i will say beer options what was there was solid expand it please yes yes it's it's like adding lacto cooler huge win holy the amount of people who yes like would never grab they would only get the premix drinks that's all they do suddenly we're grabbing lacto coolers yeah there you go exactly yeah can i just uh rave about lacto cooler for a little bit um i mean I'm a big sour beer guy, and to ex- I never expected that I would be able to just grab um, a, like a, a a milk sour like that um, mm-hmm. in, in in my favorite Halloween event. I never expected to have a quality beer um, that's just right down my alley, uh, themed around Ghostbusters, um, no less, just right there at every tent that I wanted to grab. It was, I, I was in heaven uh, every event night because of Lacto Cooler. It was probably my favorite um, element of this year was having the accessibility of Lacto Cooler. I loved it. I drank probably um, at least three or four a night. Um, most nights I went, um, I sp- spent way too much money on Lacto Cooler. Please bring it back or or maybe a couple um, like mm-hmm. that. Um, maybe some hazy IPAs. Um, let's, Which let's, they did have one. They, they, they had one. one. It was mm-hmm. okay. Um, let's have some. Let's. Uh, um, yes, please. Yes, please. But oh, please bring back Lacto Cooler as well. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know if this is a hot take. I might make Duff mad, but I did love the, the fried zombie brains until they became very inconsistent, like most things mm. at the event this year. Um, and Reuben fries passed it, and that was my number one food item. Mm. I, I respect Reuben that. Fries, I was oh, yeah. so consistently good. Yes. I've never had a bad Reuben fry. And Reuben I've, fry was my favorite food. Um, um, food. Um, and drink uh, was the lacto cooler. Um, and you, you can't really compare the two. So those kind of go hand in hand to me. His lacto cooler oh. was number one. And uh, drink and i, I guess we fries. should we should do that too jess do you have a favorite yeah uh, drink i guess because you already said food item oh okay so does it have to be an event drink yes yes it <laughs> uh, does i was gonna say pickle oh, get, yeah, i was gonna say you can get that my, that is now the 365 tradition mike spicy next time we're all together mm. spicy picklebacks <laughs> at finnegan's um 
You could find us there at any the given amount, time. The amount we put down over the past, <laughs> mainly it was mainly throughout October that we were like kept yeah. kept going back. The amount and of Jameson we, I consumed. Eight to, ten, eight to ten people deep. Just, all right, line them up. Let's go. And it was always Duff and I ordering at the bar for the eight to ten people. So we're just like, all right, <laughs> spicy pick. Okay, that's not one of the event drinks. Sorry. Um, so actual event drinks, Save Your Tears was my number one. Mm, that um, was very good. Very it good. was, you know, whiskey, which I hadn't been able to get a whiskey premix drink at the event. And that's my liquor of choice. Um the boba straws not being throughout most of the run kind of it i enjoyed the drink more with the boba straw but i see how some people it made it worse because you got more boba obviously um i know it hurt people's stomachs it never hurt mine but whatever but my like honorable mention is that lombard's bar Uh uh-huh that needs to never leave I was I was gonna count it as my top drink. Um, while it wasn't a specialty cocktail, it was a specialty bar with sort of limited liquors and mm-hmm. mixers. So I was going to say, specifically at Lombards, you get the double if you had your refill cup. Best part about this place: refill $13. price is thirteen dollars. It's an automatic double with your refill cup, so you're saving anywhere four else. bucks a pour. Yep, a double is seventeen to eighteen dollars anywhere else in the park. Um, so huge win there. Anyways, uh, I did the double crown and ginger and i did more than i care to admit over the course of the event yeah, I'm not gonna uh, if we're talking more events specific to be honest the hacker shore oktoberfest um just grabbing a beer was was what i did most often outside of that yeah good job this year there was literally if you, if you liked a certain liquor you could find a pre-mixed drink somewhere in the park with it which mm-hmm. was nice we've never had that it's normally gin vodka tequila or rum are the main yeah, it was all. It, it, there was a liquor for everybody, and really? multiple. There was whiskey option, bourbon option. So the whiskeys are there. I appreciated that. There was absinthe. Mm-hmm. Yes, at the event, oh. which is so Halloween, but so like, I would love to see numbers of how many they actually sold. Oh, there was a Bloody Mary too. But oh. I want to see the numbers on like. Obviously, we know what drink they probably sold the most of, but the least. Um, anything else about food and Bev? Well, you guys did, um, over the weekend partake in something that we have never done. Um, and that, and that is character mm, dining. You're right. right. You're right. Yeah. Um, you want to give a little mini review? Uh, 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 sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jess, I'll let you start. All right. So the best way I can put it, it was a dining experience at Louis. <laughs> With four scare actors. Boom. Uh, <laughs> the food was not fantastic, but what do you expect mm. at Louis? Oh, I was no. expecting a little bit more, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Like, oh, if no. you're dropping that much money, the food should... I, I, I don't want to say it was inedible, but there were items where I took a bite and I was like, I, I am not wasting space on this. This is yeah. not good. I would put it, it back on the plate and just move on. Can I get some Reuben fries? I know you got them back there. <laughs> this is the place where like, I know they're just right back there. Their best, their best item, and I say this like completely, not tongue in cheek. I mean this. The best items were the Caesar salad, yep, and the hummus in a cup, yep. And it was just very standard no. theme park hummus. It wasn't special hummus. Oh, no. Everything else. Like the mac and cheese was fine. I ate it. Yeah. Um, but ever like the meatball slider, I, 
I think it was the way that one was cooked. So maybe if it was a better cooked one, it would have been there better. A... The, the carving station meat. I don't. What was it? There, oh. the, there was strip loin, and then mm. there was the black linguine with shrimp and ricotta, and it was. I took a bite and went, "No, thank you." Um, the pizza was good because it was Louis's pizza. Yeah, they did have the pizza. That's right. That was about it. The desserts Mary said were terrible, so I didn't touch them. Oh man. Well, how were the character interactions? Because uh, there's that's the one other where, thing you're paying like, for. I mean, I thought they were all good, but there was one really good one. Oh yeah. Um, so you get a picture. There's a photographer, and you get a digital download um, for your pictures with uh, the mummy, and then with Michael. And um, so we did that. But as we were eating, there was a coven witch that kept coming around. She was there. Mm-hmm. Um, there okay. was a, tr- I think, a trick or treater from Sweets. Okay. And then the best interaction was the mask maker, which is, you know, what they're advertising. Right. Right. Um, she, it took a while. We did not get to talk to her until literally we were about to get up and leave. But uh-huh. that's because she goes and sits down and like gives each table time. That and is cool. You very much feel like you're in, you know, a Puerto Rican town and like the the aunt is, you know, talking to you and telling you about the Fiesta de Chupacabra and how she's the mask maker. We called her, you know, Rosalia, which is her name. And she's like, oh, no, that's not my name today. I'm the mask maker. Who told you if you knew the backstory from the um, the podcast, she knew it and she was very much playing into that. Um, Duff had a great interaction with uh, that. I'll, I'll let him talk about. <laughs> I mean, it was the same interaction, but you know, no, just brought the sangria. up like, you know, cause it's, it's, oh yeah. Oh yeah. It just, uh, we were talking about Dia de Sangre, which, uh, of course we, we revealed and she's like, oh, uh oh, <laughs> yeah, no, but that's a good thing. In fact, I call it Dia de Sangria. <laughs> <laughs> she was great. That's fun. Her. So she can like improv and riff with you. That's, oh, that's yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's fun. I like that. But $55 a person for, you know, almost inedible food and, you know, some good, some good interactions, but eh, I, I need to like know that it's worth it to do this again Mm. next year. And I will say, like the food that I have seen in the videos when they were at Monsters Cafe was like the Monsters Cafe food we had eaten before. Uh, Mm. Let's think back to like behind the screens, you know, it looked like the same stuff that would have been worth it. It's not amazing. But I would pound that stuff down and be content, you know, mm-hmm. paired with the interactions. Um, so I think just the food and the location of it kind of uh, was a bummer. It was a little bit of bummer. I enjoyed it, but I would not personally recommend it for that that price point. In fact, I wouldn't recommend it unless it was like 30 or less, to be completely honest. You're not the first people to say this. Um, it has always gotten... Um, kind of i would say mediocre reviews i mean and that's why i just went for the first time this year all the years i've been going and this is the first time i finally did it because all i would heard was like eh, and i'm not someone who likes character dining in general i thought this was like the best version of it for me but they i really yeah. like what they um it sounds like what they tried to do here with this um, uh, mask maker interaction to have her come around um and really kind of um, tell you a story and um, mm-hmm. really build the world of of that house mm-hmm. um and and uh, you know elaborate on it um that's really cool um and you know. i wish they would have done it more because the other characters while i thought they were great they were no voice you know 
not speaking roles. Um, so if you have multiple, like three, you know, just three from houses, scare zones, whatever it may be. So they can actually interact about that story and the lore around it, um, would be great. I wish they, um, they had done this before and I wish, I hope they continue it. Could you imagine if Hamlet from puppet theater came around and improv with you for five minutes or if, um, you know, any, um, of the, the people from uh, Legends Collide uh, mm-hmm. came around, like the the singer from um, and, um, and put on a little show or something, um, and, and sang some songs from the Kit Kat Club. Um, it would have been there's so much potential here if they use the original um, stories that they they have of these houses and um, build something there with the and let these um, these characters um, you know um, interact with the guests mm-hmm. and improv. Um, I think there's so much potential here. So, and I think they're just scratching the surface surface with it. And I hope they continue. Um, but you have to get the food right first. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which it seems like before it was, you know, fine. Like no one raved about it, but they're like, yeah, no, it's fine food, whatever. I mean, I had it. I saw it. it looked, it was, it was good. Good stuff. I've had it before. This stuff though is not. Yeah. You need to get it right. Go back to what you're doing. I don't care if it's in a different location. Do the same menu. <laughs> Because holy shit. Well, um, that's um, the uh, food and drink. Um, Let's move on. Do we want to start with shows? Um, Just kind of breaking down our overall thought of the shows this year. Um, The shows, uh, there's probably not as much to say because half one of them, um, unfortunately, uh, had to be discontinued um, due to Hurricane Ian. And then the Mm -hmm. other one was just kind of... um, it was kind of less your show, but with some added um, elements. Um, so let's um, let's go into it real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ghoulish was great the two times I got to see it, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was unfortunate. So, so I good. thought it was really good. It was a lot of fun. I thought it was really hokey and yes. just this traditional Hollywood, Hollywood Halloween goofiness. And um, please, I thought the, more of that. More um, of that. Think yes. outside of the box when it comes to that mm-hmm. um, Lagoon show because it was great. It was like an old like radio like uh, like horror broadcast, you know, like yes. telling scary story type deal. That's what I they were going it. for. It worked really well. The imagery was great. I think the way that they um, involved an IP on the weekend and kind of tied that in and had mm-hmm. their own like remixed version um, and the way they built into it was really tasteful and to fit mm-hmm. in with what they were doing. I just thought it was really well done. It was a lot of fun. I don't know if I'm ready to say it was better than 29's Marathon of Mayhem, but it, it was very close, at least. Now, I have a question about Ghoulish, and uh, you may not know the answer because you just said that you only saw it twice. Early on, there were rumors that there was actually going to be like two different show versions. There was going to be the A side and the B side. Did that ever come um, to fruition? No, no, no. It, that was just the sign. And I think that's... That was well, weather. Design. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They put a side A, side B, because that's, you know, it's fitting for the image. But it also makes you think that there's multiple, which is, yeah. yeah. Uh, does that mean that there this was never considered or anything? No, of course not. I know there has been actual rumors that, yeah, oh, yeah, they were considering it. I know nothing about that. And it never actually happened, so. Yeah, yeah we barely got, you know, the lunch uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the B side was just a, a no no show at all. It was it's just a scratch to B side. You just got just skipped. <laughs> That's what they should have done. They should have put the broken show up and just be like, oh, the record got scratched. 
um, and, and, and just, oh. just ran it every night. Speaking of record scratch, one of my favorite parts was if we go back to like Marathon Mayhem again, 29, when they did the whole like rewind thing. Um, mm-hmm. Instead of a rewind, they did like a record scratching to do it. And I thought <laughs> it was so cool and so clever to keep that like gag going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ghoulish made me like, you know, Lagoon shows. And I said it before, I did not like Marathon Mayhem. I did not like last year's. I really liked Ghoulish. It made me stand and watch something. So I was really sad when it disappeared. I was looking forward to uh, dancing to Disturbia. (laughs) Yeah, I only saw it once and I loved it. I loved every second of it. Um, I was very sad uh, when I found that that it was uh, likely never to return. Um, but we, what we got was amazing. Um, but so please more of that universal. Um, Mm -hmm. yes. Um, absolutely. Yes. That was a hit. All right. Um, and then there was another show, um, and it was a good show, but it was kind of last year's show. Uh, right. For the most part, I watched it once and I didn't, to be fair, I didn't see last year's show, but so I'm kind of going off of uh, what you have told me, Duff. Um, Nightmare uh, um, Fuel Wildfire was essentially just kind of Nightmare Fuel. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I don't know an exact scene by scene breakdown. I could go back and count it, but yeah, it, we'll call it about a 50 50 of kind of repeat and not repeat. Uh, scenes, music, everything uh, for the repeat portions were the same. The story um, was the, ex- the exact the story, same, apparently. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. a different nightmare, though, kind of. Um, but yeah, it. Very talented people. Very fun show. But I basically saw it last year, and it's so fucking hot. It's so hot. It's like you're sitting there, like, enjoying it, but not fully enjoying it because you feel miserable. You're just literally burning, especially when I was going. I don't think I went once in October. I should have gone on one of the cold nights thinking about it to really try to enjoy it. Um, you know, it's still like 85 degrees out, humidity sky high, and there's just fire being pumped constantly. And it's like, oh, okay, this is not comfortable in any way. Yeah, I never saw it. I'm sorry. Sorry to people who like it. I just, everything you guys already said, I don't want to go sit in a hot theater with a thousand other people. Um, and the seats are not comfortable. I watched the YouTube video. I, I watched a really good recording of it. Um, it was very similar to last year's and I enjoyed last year's, but it was not something I had to see more than I think the two times I saw it. Yeah. So it was a skip for me. I'm also, I've, I've said it before. I'm there for the houses. I'm very much that bitch. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Um, I am kind of a proponent of that. There needs to be something, um, I like that they 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 try. I like them in the magic show element. I just there needs to be something lighthearted um, mm-hmm. to take you out of the in of of it. And I I, I let's um, it was just it took itself very seriously. Um, I want I want something. I want some jokes um, at and um, in a in a show at HHN again, please um, have something um, you know lighthearted. Um, this was good, but it's just not um, not going to get me to come back uh, and, mm-hmm. and watch it more than once or twice. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I saw it twice. That was my count this year. Oof, no. And I was I, very I, content with that. I understand needing something, you know, sexy at a haunt. That's a very traditional thing to have. Yeah. SeaWorld has sexy, monster stomp. That much fire. Oh, I mean, no. I, 
I am not disagreeing with you. I mean, Bill oh, and Ted was very not. sexy. That was my favorite yeah. part. Was, yeah. was this, this, some of those um, and those dancers um, of, of, of both genders um, were very good looking people in Bill and Ted, and they, they were in uh, Nightmare Fuel too. So, so, so um, but uh, yeah, um, you know, it could be sexy without having to be so take yourself so seriously. Yeah, that's fair. Well. Uh, so unfortunately, <laughs> shows this year only partially let down because sort of the same show one and the other one uh, gone for more than half the events run. So uh, sad, sad. So we don't need to rank them. We, I think everyone knows where we stand. <laughs> so um, <laughs> shall we move on to scare zones? Yes. Yes. All right. So how about we do it by taking a stroll around the park? If you're going clockwise from the entrance. Which would start us off with the horrors of Halloween and, uh, you know, big old pumpkin lord farting in your face. <sighs> yep. I'll say it. They ruined pumpkin lord. He got they ruined. Got yep. I'm sorry. And... He... <laughs> Go ahead. If you're going to put a show scene, don't put it in a place that's going to congest oh. the entrance mm. to the park, please. Well, it already happen. got congested enough as is, and they're like, you know, we'll help a show scene. Not just a show scene, a live actor that's there the whole time that you can interact with. But Mouse's interactions are going to be Barts and Furps. <laughs> Farts and Furps. <laughs> that sums up the Pumpkin Lord, right? Yep, yeah, that's it. Um, he yeah. went from, you know, he's a little goofy in the house. That was part of it. But yeah. he went from, like, menacing little goofiness to, to, to that yeah it was amusing for the first five minutes um on the first night i watched it and then it just got extremely frustrating to have him there mainly because uh logistically it made it impossible um to get around him um i just kind of avoided that area because it was always just it was just a mess mm -hmm. and then outside of pumpkin lord though i i do appreciate that they use that as the zone because of Pumpkin Lord that tied every other zone together, right? I thought that was a cool concept. I thought the pieces for that were really nice, but it felt so thin. Okay. There just wasn't enough. And, you know, uh, I love that truss. That truss looks great, but, like, I don't know, to just cover it in vines and pumpkins, and that's kind of, that, that's it. That's your centerpiece. That's really all. I don't, I don't know. Just it, it really did not work for me. No, and those zones typically do not ever work for me, oh, but I... this one was, yeah, not, it was not it. And I knew going into it, it wasn't going to be for me. The set pieces started popping up and then on opening night when there was nothing more, yeah, nothing rolled out, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. It was like, ooh, and then I feel like there were only five actors in the zone besides the Pumpkin Lord at most yeah. times. Yeah. So and, Finn and again. already on sets and then that cool that it ties in everything because that's the whole pumpkin lord part through the event mm -hmm. you know cool i love it i, I need more and yeah. if space is an issue then you know more sets but smaller ones kind of spread out would help too um yeah uh, yeah you know, it's just it, it was again didn't expect much this location is always going to be five or four at best on my scare zone mm -hmm. rankings but this was just not a great example of <clears throat> how to fully execute it in my opinion i'm gonna say something controversial 
And I would say uh, moving forward, if we're just going to get a truss and a few characters in there, I would rather have it, have it not be an official scare zone and it be an unofficial mm. scare zone and get an, mm. another official scare zone somewhere else um, than just to get what we're getting um, with the trust in it. Because I, I like the trust of Halloween Hornets and like how mm-hmm. it looks visually. Um, that could just be an unofficial zone um, and throw in, um, throw in some, you know, um, let's just give us something else somewhere else, you know, else. Like let's give us uh, an actual scare zone somewhere else where you can actually work with it. Um, you know, you have, they have the space in the park, maybe not uh, in the next couple of years because of us having in kid zone, but you, you, you have places you can put it. Um, they've done it in the past where they, you know, didn't they put um, killer clowns in an, uh, in a kind of an unusual place mm-hmm. that we haven't gotten in a while. They have places in the park where they can do um, um, other scare zones. I would like to see it somewhere else. If, if that's, um, if logistically it's just hard to do anything too elaborate in the main entrance, and I get it, let's uh, let's let's just have an unofficial zone with the truss, um, and maybe throw in a few unofficial uh, actors and have it um, be what you're doing now. Just let's not have an uh, official scare zone and give us an, another official scare zone somewhere else. They could also just throw what they already did and put the chainsaw drill team there. Yeah, that's they were in yeah. front of the mm-hmm. pumpkin lord most of the time anyway, which. You would have yeah. the pumpkin lord farting and burping, people crowding around, and then the chainsaw's five feet away, mm-hmm. literally blocking the sound of the pumpkin lord. It made no sense to me half the time. Yeah. I understand they were like chasing people out and like, you know, taunting people coming in. At that point, put the truss up, make the truss be the end of that, and have mm-hmm. the chainsaws just in the beginning of the park. Yeah. And give and us another Simpsons, theme yeah. scare zone. Yeah. Give or, us another theme scare zone somewhere else. As much as I love the truss, if we got to move away from it to get a better scare zone up there, more. Uh, an arcade style, which mm-hmm. I think, you know, it just set the tone for the event. It wasn't yeah. the greatest scare zone in the world, but it didn't have to be. That's not the point of that zone. Mm-hmm. I loved an arcade. Oh, I, I know you did. I, I know, know an arcade became, I think, was my number one scare zone that year. Um, it was a selfie zone, but it was so visually uh, pleasing and it was um it was just a fun place to hang out and and take so uh takes um selfies and it really encapsulated the vent um the last couple of years i wouldn't say that what they've done in there has done that and and um in the same way um unfortunately mm-hmm. uh so with that said let's move on to new york and sweet revenge Anyone want to start us off there? Um, I love I I love that zone. Um, I think um, I don't think I it maybe got a little dry just because I think that's the zone that I spent the most time in because it, there's just so much in that area um, that d- just draws you to um, be in that zone and stay in that zone and that's where I can get some Reuben fries, you know. Um, so. But I think I love the the world building that they did and the storytelling and having it uh, tie into the tribute store um, and that you're we're getting um, you know um, some merch from that zone. Uh, I love the, the the kind of the icon that they built with um, you know um, sweets. Uh, I really like the work that they did in this zone. Um, please, um, more of this type. Uh, I, I love it. They, they mm-hmm. definitely um, threw a lot of creativity um, into developing 
um, the story in this one. Yeah, it, um, it, it, I don't think it hit the level I wanted or expected it to, but it was still a very good zone. I thought the scare actors in this were a ton of fun because yes. they got to play like characters. You know what I mean? It was just like, it's so diverse that the style of character you got between everybody. So they just really got to go at it and kind of build their personas out. And I loved that. The, the parade floats amazing. Um, I think the only things lacking are kind of like show scenes. Um, mm-hmm. I think you, utilizing that space to be able to do that and, and get that out of a scare zone is great. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, there's not much else. I think it just like wasn't fully up to the level I wanted it to be. Um, and I do wonder, like, if the scare actors weren't as good as they were, how disappointed could I potentially be? I think it's just a lot of the, you know, there are some really good sets fleshed out even more. I think it's probably what, what it really is for me. Um, but again, these characters were so great that it, it kept it at a very high level for me. Yeah, so I loved a lot of the characters in the zone. I loved the vibe most of the time. My issue, again, and I feel like I'm going to say this a lot this episode, was inconsistencies just across the event. And I don't know if it was maybe, you know, fire crew were in roles some, like most of the time that they weren't used to or what. But I don't know if it was one cast or the other. But in suites, there was most of the time there were these amazing scenes going on. We saw them doing the Cotton Eye Joe the other day with the the mayor or the, um, the host or the announcer. Mm-hmm. I didn't get those a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And I just kept seeing people well, saying, oh, Sweets is so good. And I'm like, well, is it on me? Am I not catching it? To be fair, I think that's one of those things like where that wasn't built in, it didn't seem. That's something mm-hmm. that they evolved and created themselves. Again, creating the personas of these characters and what you can do. So like a lot of that fun stuff is just they went with it and eventually got there. I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the case here with stuff like that. Yeah, so I, th- I think it comes down to maybe, again, fleshing out whether it's physically or the story um and and you know the story is obviously there we've heard what the story is mm-hmm. but is it portraying it to that level you know yeah and and maybe it's just you know like i said i don't know there were definitely staffing issues at the end of september beginning of october mm-hmm. not just in the zone across the entire event um and again i feel like i'm going to talk about that a lot and again i we go a lot we go multiple times this is not the norm people only go once twice maybe a couple times um, so you're not going to notice these things all the time. But nitpicking, sweets was just something that I was expecting it to actually be my number one and pass. You know, spoiler alert, what is my number one? Just because I thought this was going to be like a Shady Brook kind of a mm-hmm. moment. And I don't know if like the actors were not given the leeway to do that or it just never got there. But for me, it just didn't hit like it hit for other people. That's fair. All right, let's um, keep on trucking and let's um, conjure the dark. What do you guys think? Um, it was oh, good. You didn't sound so confident. Just good. No, I was trying. I was trying to Just find the right. Tough? I was trying to find the right word. I didn't want to say fine because I think it's better than fine, but it's also not like good. Good. It's just good. Okay. It was good. I think it had a vibe that was fun. There were some fun sets. I thought the show they did, while well, weren't my favorite, mainly because, again, let your talent do stuff and yeah. talk. And this pre-recorded shit is annoying. Live mics. 
Yes. 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 But the, like, I love the concept of like the portal being in the cash change. That shit's cool. I liked it. But also like, I don't know. I It felt like we got to shove heavy metal in here somewhere. So you know the shit that's happening in the 1600s? They got septum piercings and heavy metal playing. Hey, leave my rock troll people oh, alone. I thought looked, the design was great. I'm just saying. Like the, it, it's I weird. like their it's little weird. septum rings. I did too. Rings. I thought the designs were great. I did. It just felt like they forced a certain style into that yes. zone. I liked it. it. I really liked it. I thought it was very fantasy, very, um, which I normally, normally like. I'm not like about Lord of the Rings type of um, horror fantasy type of guy, but I thought it really worked. Um, And I, it's just reminded me of kind of old HHN. Um, um, You know, I wasn't around for um, 15, but it felt very Terra Corentis. to me, I see what you mean. Uh, it combined, uh, you know, that a very fantasy, like hard rock, heavy metal kind of vibe, horror you know? fantasy. And, yes, um, I loved it. I thought it it was a good um, change of pace to the lightheartedness of the rest of the event, which I typically enjoy. And I I think I like the lightheartedness um, overall, um, but I like having um, this as well. Um, oh, I thought. I thought both Graveyard and Scarecrow were much more dark than that one. Really? Oh, yeah. By far. Both. Yeah. Yeah. I I could see the argument on um, um, Scarecrow. Um, I don't necessarily um, agree with you on Graveyard, um, but we'll get to it when we get there. Um, So for Conjure the Dark, I was very excited for this one. Obviously, I think it was I think it was high on my hype list. Um, it did not disappoint me. I think it kind of set out and did what it meant to do. Um, I think makeup-wise, this was probably my favorite of the entire mm, event. I I do agree with that. There was some fucking mwah designs. Chef's yes. kiss. Yeah, yes. The sculpts, um, the application, and also my favorite thing at HHN is as someone who is a big like fan of the makeup and the SFX and everything is watching, you know, maybe some of the newer artists and you don't know who does who, but seeing everything kind of change and get more polished and not that it's not good from the start, but the makeup we get at the end of the run is always a little more dramatic, a little heavier. Um, And this zone, I just feel like they, they took it and ran with the airbrushing and everything and the Mm -hmm. details in some of these faces. I loved it. I really did, but it was not in my top zones because of, like, just, I don't know. It, it wasn't a cluster that normally is over there. It just it wasn't, right? Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it wasn't too bad. I, I think really they they pushed the stage back pretty far. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, um, I think the fact that there was a show most of the time when we went in there, it brought people um, who would normally just kind of linger around in some of the other zones Um that brought them kind of out of the walkway to go kind of stand closer to that stage. Um, yeah. It was, it was good um, design this year uh, mm-hmm. on that zone. Um, my one complaint is costume wise. It felt very much like they went to spirit Halloween and bought out of the bag costumes. Yeah. <laughs> Where the makeup you, was so good. Costuming was not. Are you talking about one in particular for the most part? Um, yeah, but also if you kind of looked at all of them, they looked very basic, but they added accessories at least to the other ones. Mm, I see. 
but Daphne, that girl up on the stage, I don't know her real name, um, or her character name. She, I, I'm pretty sure I saw that costume last week when I went to buy one. Yeah, it, okay. it was so basic, and I know it was black light and all of that. She looked like Daphne, Renaissance Daphne. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, if there's no scare zone there, we might not get that Lombard's bar. So I appreciate you for that conjure the dark. Oh yeah. Yes. I don't want Yeah. That place was great. Yeah. Oh, and also that vibe worked really cool at those bars. I liked that a lot. I looked, it looked really good over there because it just carried over that conjure the dark aesthetic. Yeah. The aesthetic was great. Um, yeah. I need to watch the shows from the couches. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, um, so we have to go all the way around um, the lagoon and to get to um, Scarecrow. Uh, what did you guys think? Um, it, it's it's very much like a is it like a tier four or tier five for me? You know, like, like that kind of thing. Like I really enjoy it, but it felt very inconsistent. Well, yes. Whether that was staffing. You know, sometimes it it just does get so busy in there. It's impossible for these characters to really do much. Um, but, I, I mean, I appreciate a lot of what they did. I thought the designs uh, of a lot of these characters were phenomenal. Like, absolutely phenomenal. Um, I appreciate the barn and having them up uh, up above you. Um, the, uh, the actual, like, Scarecrow, where he pretended to be a Scarecrow scare, like, fucked people up. It, it was so convincing. If you didn't know. And even if you didn't know, there are people who knew. And they just like, oh, shit. He looked so real, I forgot. Um, yeah, I, I think it had a lot going for it. It's just, you know, maybe uh, the location is tough, man. Uh, like, there are ways to get around it. Um, that's like less sets and, and more things up high. They did that with the barn. But um, it's still just, it can be such a pain in the ass that I feel like it takes away from it, unfortunately, at points. Yeah, I really felt the staffing issues in this one at certain times. Uh, there were times where I walked through where there was like, just like maybe three or three or four characters. <laughs> and it was like, mm-hmm. wow, wow. Um, yeah, it, it just felt at times quite empty. And I know it wasn't a cast change. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was just, they just had issues um, keeping that one staff for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure why. Um, I do know, like, because I had a friend in this zone um, who, I will say, made it a lot more fun for me. It always yes. does when you have someone in it. I love mm-hmm. it. I love when um, I know someone. Yeah. But I know that they particularly got pulled multiple times to go to houses. Mm-hmm. I have heard that. staffing yes. issues. They, yeah. they, that zone in particular that they had to pull to, mm-hmm. um, to yeah. So that's why it felt um, so sparse sometimes. I've heard that. Yeah. Which I hate to have to hold that against something, but I can only rate what I experienced, you know? Exactly. Uh, and not, not that I rate this low. I'm not saying it's bad or anything. It's just, I feel like it could have been so much more if it was more consistent, but mm-hmm. it just, it, it wasn't, unfortunately. Yeah. I will say I liked this a lot more than I was expecting to, because it was low on my hype list just because, you know, nothing will ever beat 27 Scarecrow to me. Mm-hmm. But I, I really like this as like a sequel or like you know, alongside that story, because this is the outside portion of that where we were inside before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it. I, it added, you know, that traditional Halloween feel even more so with, you know, spooky cornfield. I think that style of zone is definitely the way to go mm-hmm. moving forward. 
though, you know. Yeah. Um, I know everyone longs for trick or treat, and and even twisted tradition, but I think twisted tradition already kind of leaned into what this vibe is, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think it suits itself so well to like a a dungy kind of like you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere uh, area, um, but you yeah. again utilize the lighting and the trees above. This year they did it with lanterns. Looked great. So I think they did a lot of things really, really right. I think it was just unfortunate circumstances that kind of kept it a little lower than it could have been. Yeah, I would love to see. This is like, I guess, like a hope for future. I don't know if I'll ever get it, but we speculated it before. And, you know, we obviously got actors up above on the barn. Would love to see a live role, like a flyer. Mm-hmm. or even like um wasn't there in the fallen he wasn't flying but he was like just strung up above you like something like that he like reached down as you walk oh, yeah yeah just yep. something like that in the zone and it makes it feel even more claustrophobic and it's already a mm-hmm. clusterfuck and that gets them off the street yeah one thing i wanted to say is i think they kind of oversold the barn a little bit oh uh, yeah, hundred percent. They, they I mean, uh, I, I listened like, to the podcast. And they literally said, like, if you are one of those types of people who don't want to go, uh, you know, come to the vent and don't want to go through a house, we're gonna make you go through a house this year. Like they sold it as it was. They were building like a giant, you know, um, you know, structure where mm-hmm. it was gonna be like essentially like they were building uh, a haunted house. Um, that's not what we got. Um, I will, I will say real quick to interject there there is pretty strong rumors that it's because uh, they could not like the reason pointless, but they could not end up building what they planned to build. And that's part of the reason that you remember the structure went up very fast, but then no progress happened for weeks. Yes. Then you're like, well, are they ever going to build this barn? So it seems like they, if that's true, they may have just had to settle with that. And they actually did plan on it being more of like a little kind of, mini house experience as they called it yeah so again, again we, just, we can only judge what we see but yeah <laughs> i know that they they definitely had a bigger picture for this zone that didn't come and what we got was still really good um but i they definitely up until you know a week or two i mean we get the scare zone announcements pretty late in, in the event they um they were already uh you know um still having that that pitching that on the podcast as like ah it's gonna be uh unlike anything we've ever done before in a zone type of talk maybe they should have scaled that back a little bit mm-hmm. um, when they realized that maybe it wasn't all gonna come together um, yeah. the they, they right. overhyped yeah. a couple things this year but we'll get to that later i mean when don't they it's kind of their job at the end of the day yeah but this They're i feel like this was to. excessive for these two Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Anything else about Scarecrow Curse Soil, though? Oh, no. All right. Well, last scare zone, heading over to Hollywood. Jess, you you can start this one out. God, what a perfect scare zone. Am I right, guys? Sure. Yeah, (laughs) perfect. I loved it. I loved it. It was so good. I'm sorry. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I thought it was good. It was just, and this was a zone where it's it's kind of what I wanted the sweets actor, actors to do. They took their characters and they ran specifically, you know, the twins, everybody. Mm-hmm. I, everybody gives them a shout out. I also want to give them a shout out. But not just the twins. Almost everyone, with an exception of few, scare actors had just like, they were throwing everything into this. 
and just the theming and the lighting. And it was so fucking dark in Hollywood. The lightning would crash. And then you have, oh, I would say sleep and death, but death most of the days. Um, up there with his scythe and his wings. It just, I love this zone. My heart lives in this zone forever. This zone is called Graveyard Deadly Unrest, by the way. We didn't mention that. Yes. Sorry, I got excited. No, it's okay. I understood. I understood. Yeah, I wish I had spent more time in it. Um, it's just one of those logistically that um, the way that I did the park a lot, um, I wouldn't go through it until it was two in the morning. Um, you know, uh, it, it's what, or when I went through it, it was daytime. Uh, so I didn't get the full experience. I did spend some time in there, um, especially since I had a friend in there. Um, but um, it definitely didn't spend as much time as I would have liked to. But what we got, uh, it was really good. It was a really good zone. Uh, I think it really did come together. Um, some of the, the concerns I had early on, um, they really did um, have a lot of different type. I was worried it was going to be very similar um, kind of characters and we wouldn't get a lot of depth. And in, in the, 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 this, uh, no, we got, we got some really cool different types of um, characters in there. They did a really mm-hmm. good job um, building um, the story here. I think one thing I'm really going to remember this zone for is it probably has the most ominous entrance I've ever seen when it was dark and the fog was really pumping and you could just kind of see this old entrance to a graveyard, uh, claps of lightning uh, in the back as well. It created such like a foreboding aesthetic out front that before you even go in it, it like if, if you are someone who is afraid of scare zones or you're new to the event and, and that gets you nervous, like I feel like if you looked at that, you'd be shitting your pants about walking in there. You'd have no interest in walking into the scare zone. And I think uh, that's something we, we could use a little bit more of, not just within the zones themselves, but creating the aesthetic from the outside and kind of welcome you to the zone. And I think it nailed it in a way that I haven't seen one do maybe ever. Like it was to an ex- mm-hmm. insane level for me. And it carried out through the entire zone. The amount of times I couldn't see through the fog in a good way. Not in a, oh, fuck, I can literally never see. Um, and, and the sets, just great quality. The lighting that they used, it was it was great. It was amazing. Yeah. I also just love that the gates very much contained it and the story told itself. You didn't need to know anything going into this No, zone. you didn't. No. It was... I just, even, I mean, it did get hit with inconsistencies, like I said, with sleep and death, but I, I love this zone. I really do. I think if you asked me right now, if I could take anything from this year and turn it into uh, like a house in another year, a sequel, a prequel, whatever, I'm taking Graveyard. And I know it's more basic and I know we've had Graveyard games, but I think the little story we got and the aesthetic it creates lends itself very 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 well to a house i would also love to see it uh that whole black light aspect of some of the characters mm-hmm. where they're mm-hmm. not always what they appear to be until they hit the light yes um that developed into a house in their graveyard with a backstory mm-hmm. would be so cool and different enough from cool graveyard games yeah yep. i loved those characters and backpack little backpack skeleton mm-hmm. I, just the character designs in here it was also so different Crazy, decades. Right? How 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 far they went with character design for just a graveyard? Yeah, and we so I think were, a, a lot of the things we had heard was like 
you you can imagine what the characters are going to look like, right? No, you could not have some of them. Maybe exactly. that's you what I said. Never I, I had to. I have to eat my hat on that one because I I literally said I I have when I close my eyes I I can imagine what the the characters are going to look like. I was totally wrong. What, what uh, uh, totally wrong? What they were, came up with. Uh, it was awesome. Awesome job in this one. I feel like a proud mom. <laughs> yeah. No, you you were right. You were right from the, the the jump on this one. It was really good. So with that, why don't we uh, rank these zones? We don't need to discuss them much as we rank them. Just a quick little blurb, but we'll go from five up to one if um, anyone feels so inclined to kick us off. Horrors yeah. of Halloween. Yeah, Horrors of Halloween. Horrors of Halloween. I, I forgot the name. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. Oh, I mean, you, that's. I need literally was at the park today. And as we were walking through it, I was on the phone with Mary and I was like, kind of, she's like, oh, what does it look like? Like, what's happening? And I was like, oh, you know, everything's mainly up except um, this, um, the, the one at the front, the pumpkin lord, the, like, <laughs> I don't know why, but the entire year, this zone name would not stick in my head. Because the zone um, wouldn't stick in your head. Yeah, that too. Yeah. It, it is not only is it my bottom, it is it definitely the most forgettable i think there's like things that i don't enjoy that much um that will always stick in my head because they had something stand out and maybe in a bad way this i'll think of pumpkin lord and that's about it after Mm -hmm. that gone won't remember it yep uh number four i had conjure the dark so did i uh my number four is um scarecrow so which is my Number three. That is my number three as well. Uh, my number three is uh, Conjure the Dark. And my number two, Sweet Revenge. That is also my number two. My number two is Graveyard, Deadly Unrest. And my top is Graveyard, Deadly Unrest. That is my number one. As well. Never mind, is uh, Sweet Revenge. All right. <laughs> yep. I'm not surprised by our rankings at all. No, I wasn't bit. I will say, can I? I want to brag for five seconds that mm-hmm. my number one hype was Graveyard, and what one zone of the year? Boom! Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I mean, it's my number two. All right. Oh, no, I know. It's not. It's not I mean, I didn't expect mind. this to be my second favorite. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I had it. I think you had it like four, before. right? Yeah, I had. I want to say. I, I think we thought about before. that. I think I got upset. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're right. You're 100 percent right. I uh, it all came together on this one. I was a little, con- I had some concerns about, uh, and it was it was great. Uh, it was really good. Well, that leaves us with the final piece of the event that we need to discuss: the longest piece and the probably the most important piece for 99 percent of the people who visit the event: the houses. Yes. All right. Well, do we want to just, um, that took a long time going around and then doing our list. Should we just kind of start with our list? Um, How do we want to do it? I think anytime we start with our list, the issue is that we end up talking about the same house over and over again. Mm. Oh, yeah. So I think we discuss first and just shoot through the list because I thought we just shot through that list really fast. Okay. Uh, We're not going to go around in order. I do have just a list pulled up and we're just going to go through the list in the order it's in. Um, And then, you know. Uh, but so this one, we're going to start with Descendants of Destruction, which um, it, it caught me off guard with how much I liked it, guys. 
I like, love this house. It, like, mm-hmm. really caught me off guard. It had, of course, we kind of knew the dystopian uh, Mad Max vibes kind of going on. And they told you it'd be the whole, you know, you go deeper and deeper and see what, what the humans have turned into, basically. Um, and I thought their progression, not my favorite part, how they progressed. I think it could have happened quicker and, and shown a bit more. But loved it. I, the the aesthetics were great, especially when you get into that like final third. Um, everything before the set pieces are amazing. That fucking crash subway train, how they oh add that scale. Yes, um, it. Yeah, there's just so much that worked so well, and I feel like it. It just like was quietly moving up throughout the entire season for me. It wasn't one that was like, Damn. oh my god, every time. Just I realized like. Oh man, I'm, it, I, it's higher. It's higher. It's higher in my rankings. Because I think after week one, I had it at like I said. I said great things about it, but I had it like kind of on the lower end. And I don't know if that's going to be the same today. Mm. Yeah. I love this house. I I think I I went in with this pretty high on my hype list because I love the whole dystopian Mad Max vibe. That's mm-hmm. very much something I'm into. I love anytime there's bioluminescent black light in a house. Mm-hmm. Um and Done I love so seed. well too. So yeah, well, so and I love that this is like the spiritual cousin to seeds. I know, you know, it's not a direct sequel or whatever. But it just the actors also very much understood that they had to be aggressive because this yes. story is aggressive. They're fighting for their lives. Um and I, I loved it. I loved it so much. My little baby's in the glow room. I don't know if any of you will ever listen to this show, but I love you. <laughs> I gave them little kisses uh, last night, and they all gave me little hearts. I think that that pinball at the end there is one of the best scares when it hit well of the entire year. With the big bitch at the end, that final scare. You you had pinball, and then immediately turn into a six-foot-five glowing creature. Right in your face, and he was in your business the entire time. Mm -hmm. It was wild. I, I love this house, the scale, in a tent. In a tent. I mean, yes. the thing is, that we keep acting shocked, and this happens fucking every year. I know. We, we're always like the scale they built in the sprung tent. We're like, at what point are we just going to go? Yeah, we expect it, yeah. but we can't because, like, you look and you're just like, what? How? How? What the fuck? How'd you do this? Insane. And I think not only did it use that scale Duff, in the sense um, of sets. Jess, did Duff. you lose Duff? Yeah, and now says you're offline. Yeah. Oh. Really? Oh no! All right, stop. we'll just take a little break. Stop. You'll be back. Yeah. Lead us into Dead Man's Beer. All right. Uh, the next one, uh, guys. Dead Man's Beer. Uh, I'm going to say it right now, and I've said it before. I think the best sets I have ever seen, mm-hmm. ever. Period. Yes. Yeah. If you're just looking at the sets. Absolutely. The best sets uh, they have, um, I think they've ever built. And uh, maybe not just sets, immersiveness. The way they controlled the cold and, and the rain. And sometimes it was rain, sometimes it was just mist. Um, and you felt it all. You felt it all. And I think that's insanely impressive. And of course, we talked about scale and descendants, but like the scale of this house blows me away just thinking back about it the one that really got it for me and i don't know if everyone else agrees as like the biggest piece of scale because i know there's an obvious scene but mine is when you walk along the side of that like docked ship Mm -hmm. and like the the mist is coming up from it and you have like the the static prop older man 
up top but way above you i think the scale right there because you're in this claustrophobic area just walking along the side of the dock massive boat docked right there incredible yeah it's just every scene honestly every scene in this house was just beautiful perfect i wasn't expecting Mm. to love it i mean we all remember i was shocked Uh on the catacombs episode when everyone everyone added it number one except me um but it just it became a comfort house for me almost this year so yes i spent so much time with those fish boys (laughs) yeah no this house was um beautiful and i think i in so fun um i it wasn't scary, um, but I don't know. I, I'm the first one to propone a proponent that not every Ichishin house has to leave. Uh, you don't have to leave it scared. Um, no. If you leave it, if you're having a good time, then they did their job. You don't have to be scared um, leaving a house. Um, it They did so good. Um, and just everything um, that they did here. Um, is is in, uh, near perfect uh it, it's just so good um it was uh moody um i think that um i think that i wish it was maybe there were at least at, at times um maybe a little bit more intense um character wise um but it it for what they were trying to do here i think the moodiness and the dreariness um worked um it, it was a great a mm-hmm. great house I will say this is the one house where inconsistency kind of made it wave for me throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is staffing wise. There were actually, I would say like the second half of the run, we lost that scare kind of going up and around that corner where they were like in the tarps and mm. that losing that kind of pinball aspect yes. over there took away the intensity for me. We lost a lot of other scares, the door yeah, scare, did fell off just like it did in Yeti. I don't know why they didn't learn their lesson. Um, So as much as I loved it, there would be runs where I would walk through and just be, you know, disappointed. And like Duff and I would go through it and just go, we'd round a corner and go, oh, they're not there. Oh, they're not there. The one person who did get really consistent, like out of nowhere was the flying um, actor. Once he like learned how to do that role, I never missed him. Yes. Incredible. The first week, I figured there was it out. Some huge issues, and then they, yeah, mm-hmm. and then they figured it out. Yeah, yeah. But last night, my run, I, I think there were only maybe one or two spots missing people, which was fantastic for yeah. the final night. Yeah, it was a great run to finish it, which I appreciate very much. Yeah. Um, and I will say, going back to the bungee scare, I not too long ago on an episode of Catacombs on the Hot Ones episode. Hot takes episode. Sorry, don't want to get copyrighted. Um, <laughs> I mentioned that I think that it was a poor use, while it's cool in concept, poor use of a bungee scare, and they shut me the fuck up halfway through mm-hmm. the event when they figured out how to use it really well. Um, it the way they could launch themselves to get from side to side yes. and use that spot aggressively, mm-hmm. um, incredible. They they really figured it out. And I had to eat my words on that one. Yeah. Anchor eater. That's me now. <laughs> Welcome to the club. All right. Um, what is the next one we are going to discuss? Um, let's go to... Oh, this is kind of a drop-off. Hellblock Horror! Mm, 
the H is for Hellblock. <laughs> uh, you guys oh, don't we, I don't know if we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> no, I mean, here's the thing. We basically had the same opinions we have now opening weekend. I think the difference was after the opening weekend, we said, we see where it can get better. I don't think it happened. That's it. <laughs> it was... The sets, yeah, just never did. The sets never were boring. Did. The story wasn't there. Yeah. They reused characters poorly like yeah it like we should like it great i I love some fan service but it was very clear they used it because we just need to shove something in here and that's what they did they definitely overhyped the fan service um yeah they there was there was no world building here uh it was uh, um yeah it was yeah all right moving on (laughs) yeah wait i will say oh okay the run last night was a nice swan song (laughs) Oh, you had a good run? Um, I wouldn't say a good run. We applaud on closing night. You know, we, we clap for everybody. Yeah. They were all very appreciative of mm-hmm. the love. I don't know if they got a lot of it this year. Yeah. It, it was a good way to go out, I guess, to yeah. say the least. They were very, very sweet. Little heart hands from the little monsters. It was cute. All right. Can we, can we, can we I mean, yeah. leave this one Yeah. Now. Are we going to the one next door? No. No, we're not. Okay. Okay. Good. I wasn't ready for that. few doors down. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to stay in the negative. We'll bounce back. Mm-hmm. So we are going to hop over to Fiesta de Chupacabras. Oh. <laughs> I uh, can I kick it off? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I absolutely adore this house. I um, I I don't even know. Uh, it's it has grown on me so much from the, the, the beginning as well. Um, it has it is beautiful. Um, it is uh, scary uh, the the stories that they're telling. Um, just I just love it. I just I um, I had a near perfect run um, last night or the the, the, the um, you know on, on closing night. Um, I, I'm really gonna miss this one of, of all mm-hmm. of the houses. It, it's just um, just so amazing. I, I, I you know I've I, I just love it. I think, unfortunately for me, this one was mired by inconsistencies due to staffing. Um, and I think at points timing and, you know, whatever it may be. However, it is the single best piece of storytelling in the entire event this year. Yes. By far. When it's staffed can... well, it is a perfect mm-hmm. house. So and even when it wasn't staffed well, you knew the story. It was conveyed so easily to you what was happening. And it perfect perfect in storytelling um sets also i think people don't talk about it enough that facade and the depth involved and what is kind of you're you're entering you're entering the fiesta you know and the fireworks going off and the music mm-hmm. in the distance yeah yes fantastic and there are other sets involved like when you go into like the village square and suddenly yes. you had this really yes. claustrophobic house just fully opened up out of nowhere right yes and it had uh, so many details and the firecrackers going off off the top of the buildings and it, yeah, it, sets were amazing. Character design was great. People, uh, we'll discuss about the chupacabras specifically if they're great, but otherwise, I'd say most the, people would agree. the The pacing when the staffing is right, the and the pacing is great. Um, I, I love um, that the uh, good usage of of, of like. Um, 
stat, uh, prop scares and puppets and um, um, people. And I, I love the one where they, the boo hole where they had like the victim uh, and then the person chasing them. They had like two um, mm-hmm. in the same boo hole. Um, just a, a lot of really uh, fun stuff going on there. I really did not love this house. I'm sorry. Oh, I said no. it every week. I, I love the story. I like. I grew up, you know, hearing about chupacabras where I'm from. Um, but it just it never hit. And I, I've said it. I feel like I've said it every episode since you know we started the season. It took until I think two weeks ago for me to have a run where one I saw most of the characters, and you know some even came out for me before that. Everything was happening before or after me, or the boo holes were empty. This one I feel like was never staffed when I went through it. And you know, the scares don't make the house, but without the storytelling of the actors, even though I know the story, it was just not hitting for me. And I was so disappointed mm-hmm. by that. And I know it happens every year to some people in some houses. Just yeah. this was the year where I did not get a good run. That's so. disappointing. Uh, it yeah. sucks. But I love the mask maker. I love the interactions I had with her. I loved the podcast episode about this story. Mm-hmm. So everything was lined up. It just didn't hit for me. Fair enough. It happens. It happens. I think that is one for me um, that we'll get to. Um, I have I have a house like that as well. Um, we'll get there. So this next one is going to be an interesting one for me based on what I said opening weekend and what I'm saying now. That's going to be Bugs Eaten Alive. Mm. Where... I had that number two, I believe, coming out of opening weekend and said, oh, man, I enjoy that so much. It could be a number one. It's 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 not number one. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> it I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just kind of one of those that you almost like get used to it and it kind of loses its charm because so I think it's, it was campy. It was fun. And I'm not like I'm not fully down on it by any means. It's just not where it once was for me. And it has nothing to do with consistencies, to be fair. For the most part, it was pretty consistent. I think it just kind of like is, it was more like a shock factor, how much I had fun in it, that kind of wore off as the event went on and on. Yeah. I have very similar um, opinions. Um, The very first time I went through it, I hated it. I hated it. I thought I would never get back in. And then I kept going back through it and I started to really, really like it. Um, and I thought, Hey, you know, um, you know, I started to, uh, to see all the inside jokes and all the, the campiness. Um, and then it just kind of just started to, um, drop off. Um, they, uh, this one, I had a lot of staffing issues in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, they, there was a lot of, um, I think the things that just weren't there anymore for some reason I, I've noticed. Um, it was, it was a great house. Um, it just, I think. I just didn't want to go in it. Um, and I think the tripophobia stuff, I think, played a big role. Um, it just um, was really gross. <laughs> it was a gross house to walk through. Um, and they, they did their job, um, but it just wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my jam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, this was one that I really liked opening weekend as well. Um, and then as we started to lose some of the bug characters, in one of the casts and then slowly in the other cast as well and it became more of these victims the story just started to be less and less campy because 
you take away the big roach and you know the big jumbo yeah. grub and all of that it's just victims with holes in their faces yeah um mm-hmm. and i think that's part of the charm in the house is that these characters are big and goofy yeah. and you like latch onto them and i think that if there was one like cult house it was this one yeah. um and, and i see why just, i get it yeah. i get why fully absolutely um it just again inconsistency i feel like i'm going to repeat myself for a lot of these and they can't help it people you know they sign up to scare act and then they decide it's not for them or whatever happens or you know mm-hmm. they have to spread them out to other things like the ips i understand yeah. that yeah. and the originals will fall but it just sucked because this house was so good opening mm-hmm. weekend for me yeah it's something i want to discuss more but i don't really have anything to say because i can't quantify why yeah. it why it fell for me it just became less enjoyable just because just because just really mm-hmm. i don't know it's unfortunate i feel like there's always something like that every year where it's kind of like i don't know why but this is how i feel about it and that's kind of what I happened. Think just nailed it i think when you take away the fun and all these these other things mm-hmm. it makes um going through it just more gross and i think mm-hmm. that you know with the people who who deal like me who deal with the trypophobia if you take away the fun and you just put more i didn't have a reason to go through it anymore mm-hmm. because they took away all the fun bug characters um a lot of the gags that just weren't there anymore um and and the novelty wore off for me um mm. and it was just i was just kind of it was just like well you know it's not fun to walk through anymore so i'm not necessarily gonna pick it um and if it, and this one if you did not have express pass i know a lot of people ran into issues of the wait um being um way longer than posted um Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people ran into some um, issues where it was posting 30 and they waited nearly uh, 90 minutes. So, um, you know, that's th- th- three times, two times more than what's posted um, is just, uh, it, it could, you know, ruin your night. It would really frustrate me. Mm-hmm. I didn't experience that, but I've, I've heard stories and I get why people were frustrated. Well, unfortunately, I, I don't want to keep us on a down note because I didn't expect us to go that down. That down, I'm yeah, it? but uh, uh, Spirits of the Coven. Okay, can I go first? Yes, please. <laughs> I have to. I'm sorry. This was my number yeah. one hyped house going into opening weekend. Yeah. And the, I'm crowning this term. This is mine. Uh, personally, <laughs> this is my Beetlejuice of the year. <laughs> I like it. Where I was... You, anyone can use that term. Just credit me, please. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Beetlejuice is, is my IP. And I last year I had the same issue going in. I was very excited. Coven Witches, Speakeasy, 1920s. I love a period piece. And it just never hit. Even with the sound redesign, they tried. And this has nothing to do with the actors. It really starts at the sets for me and goes from there. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to, I don't want to like go down and keep, you know, beating a dead horse. Cause I've talked about it the whole season. I do love the actors in this house. I think that they tried their hardest. Um, and I'm going to say something. So neither of the guys, no one can say anything that the guy said it just cause you don't like this house. Doesn't make you a fucking misogynist. <laughs> the amount of times I saw that goddamn tweet this year, people, you can dislike something and it's not, like political commentary, not political, social commentary, excuse me. Stop it. 
I know this was feminism in the house. I said it. Yes, all of the victims were male. I love that aspect of it. But not liking this house did not mean that you don't like women. It means that you didn't like this house because it was not a great house. I'm sorry. All right. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Mike, you also, uh, I know you, you have some feelings about it. So I'll let you go. Next. Yeah. I mean, as, as I, I, me too, Jess. I, I, you and I were locked up and um, just yeah. uh, ready to uh, no, really love this house. And I, I would say I love the buildup of, of the house. I love the first, I am okay with uh, the slow pace and the, uh, the, 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 it just didn't go anywhere. Um, yeah. you have, if you're going to start a house out with slow pacing, uh, and just kind of storytelling, um, type of, um, elements, you need to build up to something. And once we got out of the speakeasy and we, um, we got into some of those, it just, it was the same type of stuff for too long and then when we got into those show those scene those last two scenes where they were supposed to be these big show the the scale just was not there on those last two scenes when you get to um you know the the witch um conjuring area Mm -hmm. that could have been huge and that could have been should have been and and, and, you know it really should have been and then when you turn around and you get to this the stage um that also could have been a big jaw-droppy scene that's what that house needed it needed to build up to something and um and those uh, you know it it just didn't get there um you can the pace has to go somewhere you can't just stay in that slow build-up forever and then you're gonna get a um you're gonna get a boring house and that's what we got unfortunately Mm -hmm. well I, I was going to come in and say I don't want to use that word because I hate using that word for houses, but I'm going to use that word. It got boring. Mm-hmm. At basically, for me, the first third, I guess you can call it, so much potential. Fun sets, fun design. Mm-hmm. Basically, once you pass the roulette table, it gets boring and repetitive. Some great characters, and, too. And the thing is, it's yeah. not even just repetitive based off the sets and what you're seeing. It's repetitive in the way they designed the scares and the boot holes. And some of the scares were really fun. I think the bartender's scare where he comes mm-hmm. around and kind of swings that bottle at you. That's a fun, that's a scary scare. If you, if yeah. he, you get that right, that is a scary, I mean, uh, to have, you know, you think someone's going to hit you with a bottle. It just needed more of those scares. So once you got past some, it just didn't go anywhere. We needed more types of scares. Um, and, you know, there, and I think this one in particular, I think you, uh, the Duff, we've talked about it a couple of times. We've got some inconsistencies uh, between the cast of how they did some of the scares mm-hmm. um, that would, that made, um, you know, um, some of the scares just, um, you know, some characters would really lean into um, to it. And, you know, um, and, and some would just kind of do it a much more of a passive way. Um, some of their scares. Um, you, you, you saw that in this one a lot. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Sure. Um, just, but I don't, I don't have much more to add than you guys said. It's it's the same reasons. Other than- I didn't want to. Uh, you know, I was trying to. I didn't want to out anyone uh, in particular, so I wasn't going to talk about any elements. But there were a couple of you know um, that just weren't quite. Um, uh, the scares were quite passive in this. Mm-hmm. I will say, uh, there were there were two actors in this house. I I want to say something positive. The flapper witch, both of them, no matter what cast in that room with the bartender 
always killing oh, yes. it. Very yes. aggressive. I love uh-huh. her triggers. Mm-hmm. And then the um the guy who was cutting the pig open, cutting the bottom yes. out of the pig. Uh-huh. He was normally pretty aggressive. And in the beginning, that guy in the alleyway used to be aggressive. Uh-huh. And I don't know what happened, but that was my favorite scare in the house. And then that disappeared. So again, inconsistencies. Yeah. But those two actors in particular, they were always killing it. The bartender to me got yes. me every time. Mm-hmm. I knew he was going to come around at some point and swing the bottle in my head at my head, but I just didn't know what. Like you know, is it going to happen? Is it happen? And oh, he would get me. And it was yeah, no. It, there were some really good scares in there. Um, mm-hmm. All right, well, um, let's get on to one. I think we all are a lot higher on <laughs> the weekend after hours nightmare, which uh, of course uh, a special place in my heart and. Um, I was never down on it, but it felt like one that could do a lot of bouncing around. I was like, it might, I think it might fall a little bit lower. And it it was a maybe the most consistent house of the year for me. Mm-hmm. You always oh, wow. knew you like a floor level that you were going to get of an experience of that house. And the changes they made to the soundtrack, I think, grew on me eventually. Um, the, the use of lighting, to, the way they tied it in with the, the sets themselves, it was amazing. It was beautiful. Um, and it just told a, a grotesque tale uh, yeah. that, like, legitimately was intense and scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like this one. Uh, this is the one that when Jess was saying that it, it hurts you, but I'm going to coin a term. Um, like, um, this one kind of was a bit of like Jess's chupacabra for me, where mm-hmm. I just never had a perfect. Um, mm-hmm. A run um this one i think um i would get a good scare or two but it seemed like more the 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 scares were more just like on stages or inter- in interacting with each other and, and not necessarily interacting with me a lot in this one um and um it was it was good i, I liked what they did it but i i never had um quite the run that just floored me uh, in this one, something was just missing, but it was still quite good for what we got. I, I'm not, I'm doubting it. It's in my top five. Yeah, that sucks. I will say in the beginning, this was my number one first couple weeks. It fell off a little bit. I do think there was a house that was more consistent that we'll get to, but this one was right behind it. Um, like Duff said, you were going to get a base level amount of scares in the house. Sometimes maybe like stilt frog wouldn't be there, but Towards yeah. the end of the run, it was a lot more consistent. The staffing was there. The The music change grew on me as well. Um, I think a little bit faster than Duff, but I don't have the ties to this IP, obviously, like you do. Um, but this was just so fun, and I need more music houses at HHN. I don't care the genre, I think, at this point. I think this proved that it can work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, so let's move on to the horrors of Blumhouse. What a house that came out of left field and was actually right? good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not expecting that at all. This yeah. is the scariest house of the year, guys, in my opinion. Mm. I think at least half of it was. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Even the freaky parts, I think, were pretty pretty good, um, mm. at least scare-wise. Um, uh, but yeah, this that second half, um, quite scary. Really good. Um, great pacing, great timing, um, some great characters. Um, just, just scary. I, 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 um, I know the group that we mostly went with. There was a, a, a plenty of people who were who would just be terrified when we got out of this house. This mm-hmm. one was scary, um, 
for for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, the black phone, it was dark, it was intense. But the part we were worried about didn't come to fruition. It it told the story well and had fun it settings. It, it worked. Did. It really worked. Yeah, I was I was very shocked. I was expecting this to be about as good as uh, the either the other the other two versions excuse me but this i mean i feel like everyone has this opinion this is the best blumhouse that we've That's, got and to me it's not even close well, not even close. no not even just on the black phone portion alone um yeah. i think you would do it uh, the freaky was inconsistent um mm-hmm. but i actually liked um the freaky elements it was very much just a traditional slasher-esque type of house um, but um, it did uh, that better than um, another slasher that we got this year, in my opinion. It just mm. even the freaky portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree think, with that. I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the one you're alluding to then. Halloween. Do-do-do. do They tried something. Um, yeah. I think this I mean, one. Did they, they, they didn't really try anything. They just went, they made Halloween. And yeah. that's not necessarily a They really thing. wanted to do a book report. Yeah, that's the best way to really describe it. Really badly. It was a book report. They wanted, From yeah. Start to finish. Yeah, I just, we even went through the credits. Like, it's not, it's technically not bad. Like everything about it is no. like, it's a solid house. I just, I am like offended that they went with that cold open. It's, you're offended. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Horror blue balls. I've said it since, since opening weekend. Horror blue balls. And I did not like it. Yeah. I, yeah, the house like grew on me a little bit. The closet scare was really good. I believe so. we walked through with Jonathan from the hotline, and his words was, "Ah, oh, they really just throw you in here, don't they?" <laughs> like <laughs> it was like they're like, "Yeah, we're just going right in. We're just right yeah. in a room." Yeah, no, they do. They just throw you right in, yeah. and not not even like throw you in, like feed you to the wolves, like it's instantly intense. Literally, just yeah. throw you into the. <laughs> you just you just walked yeah. right into the room. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Here we are. Wow. Yeah. All right. This is, it really feels like a haunted house. <laughs> I would have rather started with the title card. Same. All day. All day. Yeah. They I know said, everyone will say Stranger Things. Let's try it again. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm good. Hard pass. Um, but again, I think everything else about it, it's it, it's a solid house at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Some really good elements. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is there that um, um, Michael at the top of the stairs, um, and then um, mm-hmm. and then that you get that um, that scare right after because you're you're sitting there staring at him mm-hmm. and the scale that they have there, and then you get to that 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 was a really fun moment. Um, there the house itself, really- huge, yes. mm-hmm. beautiful, yeah. looks great. Yes. The closet um, scare, closet scare, yeah. them the, on either side of you. The yes. gunshot scare worked pretty mm-hmm. well. It has a, the mirror room, of course, which fucks people up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and when he was there, they had a stinger Michael at the end too, which is always fun. I never yeah. saw him. Wait, never, not once. Uh, I never noticed him. I I oh. didn't know there was a stinger until you said it yesterday. Oh. I wow. never he wasn't always he wasn't always there. Uh, there were definitely times I walked through and there was no stuff. Oh no, I mean I I'd say less than half the time I saw him for sure. But he did exist at some point oh, at least. He probably existed in a run I was there, and if you've seen him, but yeah, I haven't. Oops. Oh well. I think I only saw him once. And I, I, I didn't do this house too many times, but I think I only saw the, yeah. him there once. Yeah. I think the best way to sum up the house. It's a Halloween house. Do do do. 
All right, one house left to discuss. Yeah, yeah. Universal yeah, Monsters yeah. Legends Collide. Yeah, 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 yeah. God damn. God. God damn. Uh, the yes. intensity in the intensity. sets of this house yeah. and the pacing. It was like pacing in the scent, like it was just relentless. They it did, did not, not stop. stop. Yeah. Ever. And yeah. each actor had multiple boo holes. So they, they did, and I love keep ping ponging you, one actor mm. or two. Like ugh. that specific mummy scene at the, like the camp, amazing. Um, that Dracula mirror scare, amazing. Oh because not only usually when you get a mirror scare like that, that's like a redirect. You'll immediately get it. He no. dis- he just disappears, and then they fuck you up with Wolfman first, so you forget about Dracula for a second. You turn left away from Wolfman, then Dracula's there in your face. Every yeah. night he would get me, and mm. I'm pretty sure he would just see me coming after a, certain, a couple weeks. And last night we had a moment, and I thanked him for all the good scares, and he gave me a little kiss. But that mirror one specifically would wreck me, and probably mm. would laugh at me afterwards because yeah. I would just scream and run. The way they designed the scares in this house was ingenious. Just to do mm-hmm. so many unique and well done scares. Mm-hmm. In one house is so impressive, and of course you have the bungee legends colliding the scale, <sighs> which when you got it right, oh my uh, god! But yeah. they got it. This house is my most consistent of the year. Mm. I they, even on nights where we knew staffing was low, I was still getting ping ponged through this house, and that legends collide room. I would say I missed the all three of them maybe a handful of times, and I went through this house. I realized. Every single night I went to HHN, this was the one house I would absolutely do. Mm-hmm. So for me to only miss them a handful of times, that's really good. Their timing is fantastic. Yeah, guys, if we're if this is the, you know, we've had three Universal Monsters houses in a row. If this is the quality we're going to get every year, mm-hmm. let's get let's get one every year because this um, it, it's just not getting old. They're coming up with new ideas and um, every year, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, we got the first Universal Monsters, which is some people's best house ever. We, mm-hmm. we got um, Brighter Frankenstein Lives, which was an, a beautiful house. I think the only thing to knock about, about it is it was a COVID uh, restricted one and we got it two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then we got uh, this one. Um, holy crap like yeah. let's 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 keep it up oh, oh. i'm i'm the first if we already got a chucky announcement i'm ready for another universal monsters uh announcement. let's let's see what let's, let's see what it is what's coming i was already team sign me up for this every year but after legends collide i'm team sign me up make me a top donor a booster yeah. i will i will yeah. carry its throne around i need it if this is the quality we're going to continually get. Because, I mean, we're talking absolute banger after banger yeah. after banger that they've been yeah. putting out with this current Universal Monsters franchise. And I know some people have said they're tired of it. I'm not. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. You're going to have to deal with this because it's great. Yeah, it's I mean, great. I'm tired of Michael Myers at the event. Yeah. A lot of people are. So monsters, they're using different characters and yeah. different stories and originally told they've stories. They've done Halloween 78. How many fucking times? God, I mean, okay. only twice, but yeah. I know, but it, it's too many. Uh- <laughs> universal monsters are universal. 
They're the they are that's a shirt right there yeah they are universal (laughs) (laughs) like the old old billboards yeah yeah yeah. like Uh, i i can't imagine going to uh hhn without a universal monsters house after the anymore after these three um Mm -hmm. this quality um i think it would feel different and not having these iconic characters um in the way that we've got them for the last three years. I think we've been spoiled. Um, and I, oh, I, yeah. I hope they keep spoiling us. Um, oh. It's it's so amazing. I really would love to see. Um, I I, th- I mean, obviously, I don't want them to start dipping into the well and we start getting, um, you know, some of the really lesser than ones. Oh, uh, there's still a lot to them that they can, um, the, the stories they can tell with these, um, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this house was the scariest for me by far. I think a lot of people agree. Um, throughout across all ten houses, this one was consistently terrifying. Um, and then also, I remember going into the season saying, "I like the monsters, but these three aren't my monsters. I'm not excited. I had Bride last year, you know. Mm-hmm. I I'm gonna eat my words again. This this house, it is. I feel like it might be in my top ten of all time." I feel like it has to be at this point because 29 was, and I think this knocked 29 out of, out of it. Wow. Mm-hmm. This house that's, was that's, that good. I mean, to be honest, this, I don't think it is. I'll have to assess, but it is not far from my top 10 of all time. Mm. And, um, you know, that's, it's good. It takes a lot to get into that top 10, even though it's been happening every year. Yeah. Really. It's not that for me, but it is a great house. It is a really good. I house. can understand that. Yeah. Well. Also, wait. Can we talk about oh, the, oh, in the oh. hat real quick? Can we oh yes, yes. Last night. Okay, so last night before we, you know, do all the rankings, we we did standby for monsters, and we got out with three minutes to spare, and they let us into the weekend. The people who actually closed out monsters, uh, the one of the mummies had cat in the hat hat and tie on. <laughs> and he was scaring people in the boo hole. And I'm so sad I missed that. But our run was still fantastic. They were all hype because they found out they had one house of the year. We were all hype. I just, it was the best way to send this house off. Okay, I'm done. Yep. No. Uh, and then while we're sharing that, we might as well also add uh, one other thing we know for the final run of Horrors of Blumhouse mm-hmm. uh, that the grabber who was sitting in the chair in the kitchen was actually. A uh, real person for like the last, I think, fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So also very cool to get that. So if you've never been to closing night, you get some of these fun little experiences sometime. Yeah. Not all the time, but no, it's not guaranteed by any means, but it does happen. Last year we got, you know, Jack himself. James Keaton was actually Jack on the throne for I think five minutes, but if you caught him, you caught him. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was longer than that. I think he did like a full, not a full uh, set, no, but like a shortened not. set. Wasn't like nope. 15 minutes? Uh, if it was, I was in the line because I closed it. I didn't close it out for the night, but it was like 145 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was in the line and watched him get in the house. I was uh... 20 people away. By the time I had gotten through the house, he was off the throne. And I know I was in wow. there when he was on the throne. So Wow. It was not 15 minutes. If it was, apparently I took too long. But I was right there. 
I'm sorry. I mean, I know you what? missed him, but I didn't realize it was that like that. It's okay. I he married me the night before, so I can't be that mad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. That's true. All right. Well, let's let's right. let's do the damn thing. Let's do it. And our yeah, final yeah. rankings. Let's do it. Let's get to our house. All right. Uh, who wants to kick us off with number ten? Can we all say it at once? Three, two, one. Hellblock Horror. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I don't know why I went along with that. I knew that was her number 10. Yeah, oh, I don't know why yeah, you did okay. either. Okay, well, uh, Duff and I are on a luck step. Um, okay. Well, my number my number nine, Spirits of the Coven. My number nine is Hellblock. My number nine is Halloween. My number eight is Halloween. Oh, my number eight is Choopy. Ew. Oh, I told you I didn't have good runs. Oh no, my number eight is Bugs Eaten Alive. Uh, my number seven is Horrors of Blumhouse. My number seven is Spirits of the Coven. My number seven is Halloween because I I did have good runs through it. My number so, six right. is Bugs Eaten Alive. My number six. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's also my number six. Sorry. My number six is Horrors of Blumhouse. My number five is Fiesta de Chupacabras. Yikes. Uh, my number five is Yikes, The Weekend. It's five. It's not that. Jeez. <laughs> I, uh, my number five is The Weekend After Hours Nightmare. Yikes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. My number five is The Horrors of Blumhouse. And my number four is Descendants of Destruction. My number four is uh, Universal Monsters Legends Collide. Yikes! Uh, my number four is also Descendants of Destruction. My number three is Descendants of Destruction. My number three is Dead Man's Pier. Oh, my number three is also Dead Man's Pier. Oh, here we go. My you number two is Dead Man's Pier. <sighs> my you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. My number two is The Weekend After Hours Nightmare. Same. Uh. <laughs> My number one is Fessia de Tupacabra. <laughs> my number one is Universal Monsters, Monsters Legends. Legends. I know you're laugh, la- la- laughing at my <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean... I, I, if you would have told me at the, after opening weekend, Dead Man's Pier would have dropped to three, I would not have believed you. I would have laughed in your face. If you would have told me after the first weekend that Chupacabra would be my number one house, um, I wouldn't have believed you either. Um, it has really grown on me. Um, I, I've i just had um, the, basically the opposite of Jess, I guess. I've just had amazing runs in there. I guess I just got lucky. Um, it's so good um, for me. Very jealous. I mean, Legends Clyde's just. Uh, we, we just we, it was the last one we talked about. I don't have to go further into it. You no, know why I love uh, it. It was really it, good. It was so good. It was just more consistent than the weekend for me. And the weekend was was going to be my number one, I think, at one point. Because um, Dead Man's really dropped off. That's why. I mean, it was three. I say really dropped off from number one. Yeah. I think from six all the way to one, 
that were all very, very solid houses. Um, I, you know, I, I know you guys, it was shocked that I had the weekend as five, um, you know, but it's just everything from one to six was really solid. To be fair, I wasn't that shocked. I just wanted to give you the same reaction you gave me when I said Chupacabra at five. <laughs> Well, HHN31. Well, I guess that uh, that that wraps up HHN31 for us. It does. Wow. It does. Well, we um, will be back next week with something. Uh, oh, but, uh, oh we know. Part, part two of the Hollywood. Yeah. Not scary far. Yeah. Oh, that's, I'm excited for that too. I'm, I'm going to go on for hours. <laughs> Uh, and, yeah, and then we have Schmitty's coming up. Yeah, we have Schmitty's uh, probably the yeah, week yeah. after that. Yeah, Ooh, I'm yeah so yeah, we got a lot to talk about still. Um, and yeah. and now that the season's over, we should be back to our normal weekly schedule and putting out more content and being more active on social media because um, yeah. we're gonna be bored and not have as much to do. That's fair. <laughs> I will say, guys, it was a really nice season. You know, being a part of three six five. I did enjoy it so oh, far. We loved well, it. We loved it. We're glad you're here. Yeah. I know. I'm just saying. Last season, <laughs> you know, my, my Scream Queens went on hiatus, and then, you know, we didn't come back. So it was nice to go through the season, you know, part of a podcast again. Now, now you get a full off season with a podcast. Ooh, now, yeah. now we really got to start working. <laughs> oh, we are. We got fun stuff. We got oh, fun. I know. <laughs> oh, also, um, we, we've talked about it and kind of pseudo announced something and then uh, canceled it. Uh, you have not seen the last of live trivia. I think we did a live um, TikTok at the final day at Stay and Scream. I think you're going to see a lot more things like that on their way. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as always, you can uh, interact with us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at HHN365 and at TikTok at HHN365Pod. Um, uh, check out our merch shop. Um, there might be things coming there um, mm-hmm. sooner rather than later um, at HHN365.BigCartel.com and um, leave us a voicemail at 407 four one three four and we will see you in the streets it might be a while but we will see you in the streets next year